Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Well, yesterday I spoke, I started giving us the uh, a word which has to do with catching the word. And when you catch a word, your story changes. Why? Because according to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, we understand, by faith we understand, that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. What does that mean? Is <laughs> all right. Say things which as we say things which are, are seen. Say things which were seen, or things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So things which manifest have their source in things that haven't been seen, haven't not noticed. So if whatever you have to see, you, the, its root and its source is in what you can see. Do you understand that? So you are tapping into what is n- not seen for it to become a, a visibility. Because there are, uh, uh, oh, this is, this is a very good one. Very good one. Don't miss this. There are the, what you do not see d- does not mean it does not exist. Some of you here right now, you are in university and you are studying. Let's say you are 18 years, you are 19 years. In the next five years, you'll be, you'll be getting married. And you don't even know who you'll be getting married. You don't even know the person. You've never seen the person. Does that mean he doesn't exist? <laughs> you think when you're ready to marry, then the mother will give birth to him? No. <laughs> no. What am I trying to tell you? Don't wait. That's why Jesus said, Blessed is he, John 20, 28, 29, 29. Blessed is he, who has not seen, blessed are those who have not seen. And watch this, that big word, yet. That means it is not natural to believe when you have not seen. But it is a blessing to believe when you are not seen. (laughs) It is not natural to believe when you haven't seen, but it is a blessing to believe when you haven't seen. And so, the blessedness is not in the manifestation. The blessedness is in the believing. 
believing, believing, believing. Tonight, someone is moving from a place of lowness to a place of blessedness. Someone is moving from a place of ordinariness to a place of blessing. Someone is moving from a state of normalcy to a state of blessing, 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 blessing in Jesus' name. Blessed are those who have not seen. And yet they believe. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Haven't seen it. Why? Because the things that are visible were not made by, by things that were, things that are seen were not made by things that were visible. You don't have to set your eye on it before you know it is there. Because when God was creating the heavens and the earth, there are things he created which we can't see. Yeah. Oh, I'll show you. It's in the Bible very clear. He created things that you haven't seen. But they are there for you. I'm not talking about uh, waves, like electronic waves. And stuff. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Or, um, or bacteria and stuff. No, that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that God has created, but they are invisible. In, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, I will show you. Some of you think I'm like, I will show you. It's in the Bible, clear. Jesus is talking about Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God. He is the firstborn of all creation. Okay? Now, firstborn there means that the, the one before, uh, the, the, the one that is priority over everything created. Everything created. He is ahead of it. Now, look at the next verse. That's interesting. It's getting, For by him all things, how many things were created? I can't hear you. All Say it again. How many things? For by him all things were created that are in heaven. So there are things in heaven that were created and that are on earth. Uh -uh, look at the next phrase. Visible and invisible. Ah, so there are things that have been created that are invisible. They have been created, yet they are invisible. And they were created in Christ. And when you are in Christ, all these invisible things that have been created are at your disposal. How do you access it? If you can catch if you can catch a word, if you can catch a word and set your heart on the word of God and believe in the word of God, Bible says that then whatever you see was not made of things that are visible. They are dead. They are things that are invisible but have been created because God himself is invisible. Verse 15, he says that he is the image of the invisible God. God who is invisible created things that are visible and things that are not visible. Hallelujah. And many normal human beings, normal nature sets you to deal with things that are visible. But in God, by his word, you can begin to enter into the realm of the things that are not visible and pull and extract them. Extract them from the invisible world to the seen world. Hallelujah. It takes the word of God to extract the things that have been made, have been created by invisible, to extract them and make, bring them in the visible world. 
It takes the word of God. Catching the word. Catching the word. Don't catch fever. Catch the word. Don't catch cold. Catch the word. The word. Catch the word. Catch. You are thinking on how to catch a man. You don't have a word. You are, I mean, why would you want to jump into the sea or into the pond to go and catch a fish? What's wrong with you? The way is to catch a fish, not to jump into the pond. The way to catch a fish is get a hook and a line. Get it and throw it. You need a word that will catch your world. If you catch the word, you can use the word to control your world. Hallelujah. You want to catch a man? Catch the word. You want to catch a job? Catch the word. You want to catch a woman? A wife, sorry. A wife, I mean. You want to catch a... <laughs> you want to catch a wife? Catch the word. You want to catch your house? Catch the word. You want to catch your family? Catch the word. If you can catch the word in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, the word of God comes to people. I see God is coming. The word is coming. You cannot catch the word. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests who were in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin. Look at verse 2. He says, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. What happened? The word of the Lord came to him. The word of the Lord came. It came to him. It came to him, and it was showing in his results. The word. This one one definite characteristics of God. One definite characteristic of God is his. He always releases a word to come to somebody. Ah, oh, why, why am I suffering? If there is God, why are all these things happening? Oh God, oh God. Have you caught a word? He always comes. God is passing by like a word. It's if you can catch the word, you've caught God. If you can catch the word, you've caught God. If you can catch the word, you've caught God. You've caught God. The sickness called COVID is not like a dog walking in town and he chase, he ran after, you know. It's a virus that can be, it's airborne. As long as it doesn't get into you, you can't catch it. As long as it doesn't get to you, you can't catch it. If it gets to you, you will see the manifestation. That's the, on the negative side. On the positive side, as long as the word of God does not get to you, you can't catch it. So God will always send his word. If there is virus in the air, there is also word of God in the air. Catch the word, not the virus. <laughs> catch. You cannot, oh, you cannot catch a virus social distancing. How can you catch the virus when the carrier of the virus is very far from you? You can't email the virus. It cannot be emailed. In the same way you want to catch a word, you got to get close to where the word is flowing. You can't do it social. You, are, you have tuned the uh, Zoom or YouTube, and yet you are watching. Um, what are some of the things that people watch? Football, okay, let's say football. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. Football. Or oh, you're watching the news. Instead of listening to the word, you, you, Kadaba Shadahaya. You, you know what? When you don't give your attention to the word, you are actually social distancing from the word. Yeah. 
So he said in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, My son, my son, give attention. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Because you want to catch God, catch his word. You want to see God manifest, catch his word. The only way you can see God is when you get his word. The word of the Lord came to me. The word of the Lord came to him. The word will come to you. In Isaiah, he said the word also came to me. In Amos, the word of the Lord came to him. The word of the Lord comes. The word comes. The word comes. The word comes. I see the word coming to somebody right now. I see the word coming to somebody and that person is catching the word. That person is catching the word. That person is catching the word. And when you catch the word, your story will change. When you catch the word, your story will change. When you catch the word, your story will change. I see you securing a permanent change of story, a glorious change of story. I see you securing it. 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 I see you securing it in the name of Jesus Christ. I see you securing it, the word of God. I see the word of God coming to you in power. I see the word of God coming to you in victory. I see the word of God coming to you and changing your story. Somebody is definitely receiving a change of story. In the book of Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1. Before I do that, let's still go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 34 verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 34 verse 1 said, The word which came to Jeremiah. What came to Jeremiah? What came to Jeremiah? And it's always a word from the Lord. It's a word from the Lord. And what I like about the God's word is that um, when the word of God comes to you, you can see it. That is an invisible realm. It, it introduces you to an invisible realm of God's possibilities. It takes you into the... So when, when you are listening to the word, like I quoted Proverbs chapter um, 4, my son, give attention to my word. Incline your ears to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Can you imagine? Don't let them, keep your eye fixed on it. Elijah told Elisha, if you see me go, you can have it. Let your, keep, Jesus said that if your eye is single, your whole body is full of light. If your eye is single, your whole body is full of light. But if your eyes are many, there's darkness. Because you are focusing on this, you are focusing on this, you are looking at this, you are looking at that, you are looking at that. He said, if your eye, the lamp, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body is full of, no, I, uh, uh, give me the uh, King, King James. Yeah, okay. If, if therefore the light, no, no, give me the King James. At verse 22. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Um, if your eye be single, if your eye be single, whole is focused on one whole the whole body is also in Luke Luke said the same thing in Luke he said the the light of the body is the eye so what your eye focuses on determines what your life turns out to be what will be manifesting in your life and if your eye is single only then whatever your eye is single the light in it fills your life
your, your life is full of light. So when the word of God comes, it says that do not let it depart from your eyes. Proverbs chapter 4. Don't let it, keep it in the midst of your heart. It's like you watch it and then you store it. The heart is a storeroom. It's a storeroom. It has a very big storage. There's no storage in the world that is bigger than the heart. And the heart is only meant for storing the word of God. The word. But Satan will try to push other things. Dirty clothes. Images. Bitterness. Lastful uh, 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 thoughts. It put, it will put so many. So if I were you, I will try to guard my heart by regulating what is coming because it's trying to. And I, I need to keep God's word there. There's a space there for God's word. The whole word of God can be stored in my heart. So Psalm 119 verse 11, it says that your word have I hid in my heart. The, end, uh, the amplifier says that I've stored, I've stored. Your word have I, um, the, uh, is it, uh, the word that I hid, uh, have I, no, I think one of the verses, I think NIV also said, I've stored, yeah. Uh, okay, America said, I have stored up your word in my heart. I've stored up. Another version says that a word have I stored up for use in my heart. I have stored your word for use in my heart. It is there. So your heart is a storeroom. And it says, keep the word in the midst of your heart. Keep, Satan steals the word. So he said that, do, do, do not let them depart from your heart. Keep them in the midst of their heart. Why? Look at the next verse. What? How come we haven't noticed this? For there, huh? The, the word I catch is life. It's life to those who find them. The word is life. It's life. It's life. It's life. The word is life. Is there not a bomb in Gilead? Is there not a bomb in Gilead? The word is life. To those who find and help to all their flesh. The word is life. The word is life. The word is life. The word is life. Store it in your heart. Give attention to it. That's the only way you can catch it. You give attention to it. When it's coming, you watch it. If you watch Safari or uh, you see the way lions try to catch a bed. A cat is trying to catch a bed. The cats cannot fly, but they manage to catch beds. When I was a boy, we used to have cats. And sometimes I watch them catch bed, and it's so beautiful. They go like that. They, they, are, they are almost like flat on the floor, but they go little by little. And do you know, they don't move their eyes from the bed. They keep their eye. They go. Whilst the bed's eye is on something else, the, 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 the cat's eye is on the bed. Go gentle. gentle. You have to be patient to catch the word. Don't be in a hurry. Oh, I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. Because they are starting the movie. They are starting the movie. And your life is not moving. Your life is not moving. And you are going to watch movies. <laughs> so, you have to keep your eye on the word. Keep your eye on the word. That's the way to catch the word. That's the way to catch the word. He said, why do you have to catch the word? Because... The wells, we understand that the wells were framed by the word of God. So the things that are seen were not made of things that are visible. 
So the word is very powerful. And it says that the word of the Lord came to uh, Jeremiah. The word of the Lord. Then in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1, it said, the word of the Lord which Isaiah saw. Ha! So you can see the word. Isaiah saw. The word that Isaiah saw concerning uh, uh, Isaiah, son of Amos saw concerning Judah. Isaiah saw the word. In, in the book of Habakkuk, he says that I'll stand up, verse chapter 2, I'll stand upon my watch and I'll set myself upon the rampant, my rampant. I'll, I, I, I will stand upon my watch and I'll set myself upon the rampant to watch to see what he, that he is God, okay? He will do what? Say to me, when God speaks, he speaks pictures. You can see when he say, speaks. You can see when he speaks. When he speaks, the word of God is loaded with stuff in the unseen world, but with the eye of faith, as you give attention to the word, suddenly you begin to see your healing. You begin to see your health. You begin to see your marriage. You begin to see your breakthrough. You begin to see your well-being. It's in the word. It's in the word. Catch the word. You, it's not about inability of God. God's hand is not too short that he cannot save. It's not the inability of God, but our inability to catch the word. Because when you catch the word, you catch God. You catch the move of God. You catch the intervention of God. Grab the word. Grab the word. That is why the most dangerous thing that can happen to any people, particularly religious people or people in the name of church, the most dangerous thing that can happen to them is a pastor who does not bring a word. What then? What are we here for? Music? No. You are writing an exam and you go to the class and your teacher is playing the best music in the classroom. Say, turn on the music. We have exam. Teach us something. Teach us. We have questions to answer. Teach us something and turn off the music. Teach us something and turn on the fan. Turn off the fan. We are not here for fun. We are here to study, to catch something. So in the exam room, we'll be able to... Listen, life is a big examination room. Big examination room. Most people prepare for exam, but they don't prepare for life. Prepare for exam, you don't prepare for life. That's why after exam now, you are you, you go on haywire. Having fun from party to party. From party to party. Now a baby has arrived. You didn't prepare for that. Now drama. The drama begins. <laughs> Today I saw it in fact when I was reading Isaiah. I saw that there's drama there. I saw it. I was surprised. I saw a drama. When you're opening, reading, yeah, open your, when you're reading your Bible, open your eyes. You'll see. Uh, should I show it to you and I move, move or You want to see? Yeah, because we read Isaiah, Isaiah 57. I read. I said, wow, drama is in the Bible. People's lives can be filled with drama. Drama. Because they didn't do it God's way. Your life is filled with drama. It's in the Bible. Let me show you. Isaiah, chapter, the, the last two verses of the chapter we read today. Is there the last two? <laughs> I've gone over. I want to show you. It's in the Bible. See, verse 20, chapter, chapter uh, 57, verse 20. But the wicked are like, like the troubled sea. The, the, the wicked, you are not doing God's way. Your life is like a troubled sea. Is it not drama? <laughs> the wicked are like the troubled sea. When it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mere and death? Your life is messed up. Mare and death, mare and death. It's trouble see that cannot rest. Ah, 
trouble CNN the town. When things are so bad, I say, God doesn't love me. When he sent you a word, did you receive? Did you cut the word? You you did not you did not give regard to the word. Now you are saying, God, why 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 am I going through this? You brought it upon yourself. God sent Pastor David to send you a word. God is the God that sends the word. So that whosoever, whosoever is interested, God is the God of whosoever is interested. He will not force himself on you. No. For God so loved the world that he gave his only because of that. Whosoever. That whosoever. Whosoever. If you are interested, you discipline yourself, you put it upon yourself, focus to catch a word. Because the word does not go void. It always accomplishes. Yesterday I said it, Luke chapter 8, verse 11. The seed is the word of God. Oh, the seed is the word of God. When it is planted, it will bring forth fruit. It will bring forth fruit. The seed is the word of God. And the Bible talks about how the word of God is incorruptible. He, uh, First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, it says that we are not born again by a corruptible seed, but by the incorruptible seed of God's word. Did you see that? Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever, but not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. The word of God is incorruptible. Through the word of God, which lives and it lives and abides. Once it enters your heart, it will deliver one way or the other. It, it, because it abides forever. It is some of you, the, a word you have caught last year, a word you have caught this year, so a word, it's waiting for that opportune time. Sometimes you are not even aware, then it manifests. Because there is a word that you have caught and you are believing, you are holding on to. It will manifest at the appointed time. He said the vision is, is for an appointed time. Even though it tarries. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. The vision, for the vision, verse 3, is for an appointed time. What you have seen in the word. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Remember the verse 1? He said, I will watch to see what he will say. So what he says is a vision. When God speaks, he speaks in, in pictures. Whosoever is willing, if you can give your attention, Attention to the word. You begin to see what God is saying. You begin to see. And what you say in God's word becomes your vision. Becomes your revelation. Becomes your vision. Becomes your revelation. And he says that for the revelation is for an appointed time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the vision is for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak. It will not lie. Though it, it looks like it has delayed. Though it looks like it has started. You cannot. Hey. You cannot believe and believe in vain. You can never believe God and believe in vain. Because the word of God, he said, it will, it, though it tarries, wait for it. For it, it, because it will surely come. Give me the King James. I like the Tupac. King James, yes. <laughs> Where is it? Yeah. Tarry for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Though it tarries, can you imagine? Let's go back to New King James. Though it tarries, it, uh, though it tarries, wait for it. It will surely come to pass. It will not tarry. But he says tarrying. Yeah, you call it tarrying. But in God's program, it's not tarrying. It depends, as I explained the other, it depends on your, on your measurement, uh, measuring apparatus. Somebody can come into this room, and uh, the temperature in this room currently, I believe, is about 20, 20 degrees. 10, 20 degrees. Some, some other person will say, no, it's not 20 degrees. It's 70 degrees. 
70 degrees and the person is, is right and I'm also right. It depends on the measuring, uh, uh, either you are doing it in Fahrenheit or centigrade. Degrees Celsius might be 20 degrees, but degrees Fahrenheit might be 70 or so degrees. You are both right, but it depends on what you are using to measure. So you might think God has delayed in your testimony. He hasn't delayed because you are using the wrong thing to measure. Let's say I'm a father. I have a, I have a friend. I have friends uh, uh, whose children have, uh, are in university. Some are even getting ready to marry. Pastor friend, my age mates. But my first child is now about to go to secondary school. I can't be now beginning to, God, you have let me down. My, wife, my daughter is not getting married. My no, no, it's not yet time for her to marry. It's not yet time. I'm looking at the wrong, because I'm not considering the age. I'm just looking at other people's children. But I'm not considering age. Age matters when it comes to something. So time, the timing, the ti God's timing is, is, is God. The, when you catch a word, at the appropriate time, it will manifest. That's what I'm saying. At the right time. There are things that are set with heavenly time. Don't use your earthly timing to restrict it. Because God's word is for an appointed time. It will surely come to pass. It will surely come to pass. It will surely come to pass. I see it. Catch a word. Somebody's catching a word. Somebody's catching a word. Somebody's catching a word. Somebody's catching a word for your freedom. You are catching a word. That says the Lord. That says the Lord of hosts. That says the God of Israel. I am with you. I will help you. Yea, I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. He said, I'll be with you. When you go through the fire, I'll be with you. When you go through the waters, I'll be with you. I'll cause the rivers to gush out. Fountains of water to give you. I'll give you fountains of water in the wilderness. I'll give you a supply in the wilderness. He said, be not afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid for I am with you. Yeah, I, I will help you. Yeah, I will uphold you. I will strengthen you. That's the word. That's the word. Catch the word. Sister, catch the word. Brother, catch the word 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 all things were made by him and with that God can't act outside of his word God can't act outside of this word John chapter 1 verse 3 God cannot act outside of his word God cannot act all things were made through the word. And without the word, nothing was made that was made. You can't do it. He said, God, I need, I, I need your help. God said, sorry, I can't do it. Why can't you do it? Because you haven't got a word. So what you have to do is always to look for somebody. Never listen to a preacher who has not got the word of God in his mouth. And telling you stories and... Um, human rights and politics. No. Go for, go to the journalist to hear your politics. And go to the priest to hear the word of God. The priest's job is to tell us that well, you are not a journalist. Ah, you know, you have to be very well abreast with the time. But the people who didn't come to come and hear, they also hear the news. They will read the news. <laughs> Give us the word. Give us the word. 
They, they don't have the word. The word can only be found in one place. The word can only be found in one place. The spoken word can be found in the, in the mouth of a messenger. I'm telling you. In the mouth. Even what you read is not enough without a messenger. What? Wow. Pastor, I've never heard it before. Yes, I'm telling you. Reading your Bible is not, just, just that alone, is not enough without an interpreter. <laughs> without an, he said in um, Acts chapter, Acts chapter 8, verse 30, understand that what thou readeth? Do you understand what you are reading? He said, how can I understand? How can I understand? He said, how, uh, how, how can I, except, uh, except some man, some man, should guide me. Except someone said, do you understand? Verse 30 says, do you understand what you are reading? I know you are very intelligent. I know you are very intellectual. But do you understand what you are reading? Said, how can I? Except someone guide me. Except someone guides me. The word of God. It's God. This is in God's wisdom. He said, without the preaching of God's word, he can't save anybody. So the word of God is not only good for reading. It is necessary for preaching. It's meant to be preached. The word is meant to be preached. He said, how can they be saved? Who they have, in whom, how can they believe in whom they have not heard? How can they, how can they call who they have not believed? How can they believe in whom they have, uh, in whom they have not heard? How can they hear? I said, they be a preacher. I said, they preach, because, but verse 13 says that, for whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we are talking about the resultant effect. The end of the word of God is to change somebody's story, bring salvation, manifestation of God. But you can't do that. A preacher must preach because God cannot confirm a word that has not been preached. <laughs> it's there in your Bible. Mark chapter, 10, chapter 16, verse 20. God was working with them, confirming the word. God cannot confirm a word that had not been preached. They went out and preached everywhere. And God took, oh good, now I can confirm what they are preaching. I can confirm, not what they are reading. What is preached is what he confirms. What is preached? So it says that the lips of the priest in Malachi chapter 2 verse 7, the lips of the priest should keep knowledge and the people should seek the Lord, not a prophecy. You should, not prayer. Don't, don't, don't reduce pastors just to be prayer people who are praying for you. It's part of the pastoral role. It's good. It's good. But even a pastor's, the quality of a pastor's prayer is porous, is weak in the absence of the word of God dwelling, struggling in his heart. So he said, you should seek, he said the people, the people should seek the law from his mouth. For his, um, ah, there's a messenger, one amongst a thousand, in the book of Job. He said, if there is a messenger, one amongst a thousand. <laughs> Hallelujah! If there be a messenger, if there be a messenger, one among. So you want to catch a word? If you want to catch a word, look for a messenger. And Caris, I announce to you, I come to you as a messenger from God. He said, if there be Job 33, verse 23. He said, if there, let's look at from verse 22. Look at from verse 22. He says that, yes, his soul draws near to the pit and his life to the executioners. That will not be your story. So what should change this, what should change this situation? Verse, 20, verse 23. If there is a messenger for him, a, a, a mediator, one among a thousand, to show man God's uprightness. Verse 24, 23, 24, sorry. Then he is gracious to him 
and says, deliver him from going. Ah, brothers and sisters, you got to catch a word. You got to catch a word. There are people who like blasting and attacking pastors. I feel very sorry for their family, their household, their future. Because you, are, you blast pastors, you stone prophets, you stone a messenger, and later you go and call God, God help me. How can he help you? God will save you based on the message you hear. And the message you hear must come from a messenger. But if you let the messengers, con the messengers, the vessel distract you from the message, then you, you see, that means that you, are, you couldn't catch the message. You couldn't, you know, there are times people are talking, you, you didn't even hear what they spoke. What they said, because you are looking at the arrangement of their teeth in their mouth. <laughs> you know, sometimes somebody is speaking and you have never seen, you know, I think there's this 007, the Iron Man or something like that. Jaws. Jaws. Uh -huh. Joe, can you imagine someone is speaking to you? He's preaching. When he opens the mouth, his mouth like Jaws, the metal teeth. And, you know, you, I bet you may not hear the preaching, you know, because you are distracted by the arrangement of the teeth in his mouth. <laughs> and so, when you, you, you are distracted, you will not hear the message. You will not hear the message. This is how to catch a word. You catch a word with rapt attention. Rapt attention. Rapt attention. Everybody say rapt attention. Say it again. Say it again. You catch the word with rapt attention. Give attention to my word. You catch, that's how you catch it. You catch it. You keep an eye. You keep an eye. You're watching. Thank you, Jesus. The only, the only, the only time they saw a human being open his mouth, and practically they saw what was coming. It's spiritual. These are invisible things. But they saw, they, they, they bore witness that what was coming out of his mouth was like spiritual milk. And so, in, in Luke, yeah, it's in Luke. Luke chapter, chapter 4, verse 20, 21, 22. Look at that. Luke chapter 4. So, all bore witness of him. Verse 20, I said, please. Verse 20. Then he closed the book. And this is talking about Jesus. He read. He opened the book of Isaiah and read. When he finished, he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. He has finished his job. Like wedding. Let's take the first Bible reading. A person comes. Our first Bible reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. Love is good. If I have love, that's what they always read at wedding, isn't it? If I have love, uh, like that, and I, so if I have, I can speak in the tongues of men and of angels, and I do not have love, I'm nothing but a, 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 a clinging. Sir. Love is kind. Love is good. Love is that. Love is that. And it's like people who are believing, people sometimes even they don't mean, they are not catching the word. And then, watch this. And then when he finished first Bible reading, when he finished the first Bible reading, he went and sat down. And the eyes of the people were fixed, who were in the synagogue, were fixed on him. They couldn't take their eyes off him. Wow. They saw something coming out of his mouth because they, they, gave, him, they gave him attention and they saw something. Then he told them, this scripture is fulfilling your hearing. Today, this scripture is I'm telling you, the thing that what you are seeing is the manifestation of scripture. You see it before it shows up. So they saw it, and the thing was ready to manifest in their lives, and watched, but they refused it because they, they got distracted by his human, human vessel. Look, look at verse 22. He says, so all 
Look at verse 20, 20 again. Verse 20. Verse 20. And the eyes of how many? The eyes of how many? Verse 22. Look at verse 22. This same all bore witness and marveled at the, the words that were coming were different. These are words of grace. It's coming. Something was coming to change your life. You cannot receive a change of life until you catch the word. You cannot catch a word until you fix your eyes. You fix your attention on the, uh, on the delivery of the word. And then you back it by checking in scripture. You are looking in scripture, you are listening to the word. You are looking at scripture, listening to the word. Look, that's why we normally take pride in always bringing the scripture on the screen. So someone will catch the word more. Because what I'm doing is I'm teaching the word. I'm explaining the word. So you must see the word. And once you are seeing it and hearing it, it is fast. It enters your spirit straight if you have undivided attention. And the people sitting near you are not distracting you. You are turning your head and hitting your head left and right. And you are not listening. But you are, you are listening. You are giving it attention. Give attention to I see someone catching a word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, yesterday's scripture it was so powerful. This man... Who said, the one who told me, rise up. The same said, take up your bed. You want me to disobey him? No, I can't. I can't. Somebody knew this revelation. I'll pick this up from tomorrow. In John chapter 8. Sorry, Matthew chapter 8, I mean. Matthew chapter 8, sorry. Matthew chapter 8 from verse um, 6. He, 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 uh, from verse 6. Lord, my servant is lying at home. Paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Come home. He was, uh, no, Jesus said, I'll come. Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. The man said, oh, no, 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 you don't have to come. I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. Did you see that? Only God knows what he's been doing now. He said, I'm not worthy that you should come. But I need, watch this. This man had inside. But I still need a miracle. So oh, he tells Jesus, only speak, don't come, just send the word. Because what, how, how, do you know why? Oh, hallelujah. Ah, so you know why the guy came to Jesus? He didn't come to come and complain. He didn't come to come and invite Jesus to his house. He didn't come to complain. He didn't come to come and invite Jesus. He came to just speak a word so I can catch it. Uh, he was coming to look for a word to catch. <laughs> he said in the text, in plain sight, he said, don't come. Just speak the word. Speak the word. Only speak and my servant will be healed. That's all I need. That's all I need. So why did you come? I came for the word to be spoken. When you speak the word, I will receive it and it will work. He caught the word. That's why he came. Why are you in church? You must make that word time the most central of, of every aspect of your Christian worship. The event-based Christianity that has made musicians so important uh, or over-important in church services. <laughs> I'm going there. They, they are like sacred cow. You don't touch them. It's a lie. Ask, ask for church. All you need is a pastor who has, who has 
dedicated himself, cut himself away from things and soaked in the word. Soaked in the so when he opens his mouth, words are flowing for someone to catch. Words are flowing for someone. And I'm not talking about encouragement. I'm talking about the word of the Lord. The word of God. The word of God is coming to somebody as he speaks. You, you are receiving a word of change. A word for your change in the name of Jesus. I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. Only speak the word. Speak the word. Pastor, speak the word. Pastor, just speak a word. I want to hear from God. Speak a word. The man said, Jesus, don't come. Once your word comes, you are there already. Wherever your word is, you are there. Wherever your word is, you don't need to travel because, as I said, I've got stuff in my house that is really... Is, uh, I didn't prepare. The sickness came all of a sudden. And I didn't prepare in order to bring you. So please don't come. Your word alone is enough. He was able to access the invisible. To extract the grace of God. What has been created. The healing had already been created. But he had to access it. Give me the word. And that's enough. Catch the word. Catch the word for your marriage. Catching the word for your, 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 your children. Catching the word for your business. Catching the word for your education. Catching the word for your ministry. Catching the word for your health. Catching the word for your well-being. well-being. Catching the word for the health of your family. Catching the word for peace in your marriage. Catching the word so that the drama that has been introduced in your life and the, the life, that situation that is like a rough, troubled sea that cannot rest with mer and dust or, and, and all kinds of clay mess, messing up the water. I see you are catching the word. Bible, oh, oh. can I add this and, and end, please? My time is up, but can I, can I add this? Can I, can I add this? Can I add this? We came to catch the word. We have time for the word. We came to catch the word. We will catch the word because the word you catch is what will determine your, the outcome of your story. In the book of Mark, chapter 4, in 30, 38, 39. They, they came and woke Jesus. Hey, master, master, don't you care that we are perishing? Don't you care we are perishing? There was a storm. He was asleep. And they said, teacher, do you not care that we perish? Verse 39. Verse 39. He got up. Then he arose and rebuked the, the, the wind and the sea, sea and the seed and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Oh, he just spoke to the sea. Look at the verse 40. The verse 40. The verse 40. He said, but he, uh, but he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have, uh, you have no faith? Verse 41. What he was saying, they were not listening. They were not listening to what he was saying. They, were, they, were, they feared exceedingly and said, one Who can this be that even the wind obeyed him? The wind. When you read, uh, I think the Luke version, he said, uh, at his word. The, the, he just spoke a word. Just a word. He spoke a word and the wind obeyed. He just spoke a word. Who is this? Just a word? Because the word is a messenger, one amongst a thousand, so that someone will not go down to the pit. Yeah, a messenger, so you won't go to the pit. You can't, you can't suffer what everybody in your family just suffers. No, you can't. Why? Because you have, there's a messenger God has sent to you with the word. You are catching a word. You can't, hey! you can't catch a word. You can't catch, you cannot catch a word and be a chief victim. No, no, no. No! 
Even if you are in the, the most difficult, precarious situation, when you catch a word, you bounce up. You bounce up. Even like jo Jonah, if you are drowned under the sea, if you are drowned in there, a word it will bounce you back. You float. I see someone coming back and floating. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.